Welcome to the Rev 411 podcast, where we discuss purposeful living, living life with purpose and on purpose so that we can make a difference that matters. We're glad you've joined the conversation. Here's today's episode. Well, welcome back to another Rev 411 podcast. Glad that you've joined us today. And today is a bit of a special podcast. We have a guest with us today. Um, I'm actually recording this from the National Baptist Fellowship, and uh, it's been a a huge blessing to be at the meeting, uh, but also being able to connect with other uh, fellow believers. And so today I'm with Lance and uh, just going to hear his testimony and how the Lord um, is giving him purpose in life. I believe he's uh, actually uh, involved in his church. He'll tell you a a little bit more about that, uh, working with youth and stuff. So uh, Lance, thanks for being on the show today. Thank you very much for, for having me. Um, okay, so my name's Lance, Lance Teza. Uh, I am uh, a whopping age of 45 years old. Um, and, and a lot of people will wonder, uh, what am I doing in youth ministry? Um, I should be in the, the senior side of things or, or pastoring side. But you know what? It's uh, For me, this is the, the burden that uh, God's led us to um in in my heart but just to rewind where how we got here uh i've known of the lord over 23 years ago um thinking that i had professed my faith at that time but never gave my heart wholeheartedly everything to the lord surrendered didn't know what it actually meant to uh, be a surrendered uh, be a servant um to know that i am and accept that the fact that I am a sinner, um, which is uh, a lot of things. I, I, I believe that you know I, I got good at pretending um, to the, the motions of, of being a Christian. Uh, I wasn't married at the time, but I came. My wife introduced me to uh, the Baptist faith, and um, and and it was really from there. Uh, I was my family's background is is Catholic, and I'm probably taking you. No, no, that's fine. Areas, um, but to um, yeah, so Catholic background, and meeting my wife, and she's introduced me to the Baptist faith, and and really it was from there that um, I came to know of the Lord. Um, but did I give my heart? Twenty three years ago, I'd say no. After professing my faith, at that time, it it. Um, it um, it wasn't uh, it wasn't wholeheartedly, and I knew I went back to to my old ways. Uh, pretty much, if a week later, if not days later, so just back into the smoking, the drinking, the 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 foul mouth, and and everything else um, from there. So, um, but he continued to work in my life, and we we got married. Um, I, I did. Um, become quite active in, in the church that we were at um, for a number of years. Uh, and then we started to have children. So we've got three beautiful children, uh, age now 15, 13, and 12. Yeah, it's um, been a blessing to meet them. Yeah. And, um, you know, they, they themselves have come to a uh, come through a, a huge journey uh, with, with us. And, and really it's, you know, it, it showed me, uh, before I get there, I'll, I'll actually just <laughs> just share the, the testimony sure. side of things. But 
Um, but really 2022 was the year that the Lord started to press, um, on my life personally. Um, at the start of the year, I can remember, I said to myself, what am I doing? I'm spending hours and hours and hours on, on YouTube. It, it'll take you down this spiral route yeah. of clip after clip. Hey, I wasn't interested in that, but now I am. Yeah. Um, you know, someone else is watching this and, and that's all of a sudden I've lost so much time. And the thought process where I was taking our children to places that we were going, um, I wouldn't bat an eyelid in, in terms of the, uh, uh, what people were wearing, the music that we were hearing, I was subjecting the kids to. And it was a world, it was a life for the world. Um, and I said, look, it's, I said to myself, I need to stop. So it started with, let's stop the YouTube then progress to the Netflix and things like that. And, you know, just change the start to change what we're hearing and viewing, uh, with our ears at home. Um, but God knew that there was more mm. and there were things in my life that I said to myself, you know, it was in, in a very, very deep, dark corner uh, of my mind that I never would ever th- come to think that the Lord would, um, uh, would ever even come anyone to come to know except for the, these stuff being in my head to my deathbed. But, um, but no, the Lord said, um, you want to, uh, you want to get it right? So, um, I'm going to reveal things. So, um, it really showed how I failed as firstly as, as an individual, um, uh, and my shortfalls. Of what I should have been doing as someone who had professed their faith 23 years ago and, um, uh, showed a lot of faults from my end, uh, things that I was taking for granted, um, things that I sh- was thinking was right, but was absolutely wrong. Um, it showed, uh, my lack of leadership in the home. Um, basically, I, I, was I lived a double life where, um, and in, in, in scripture, it's, uh, you know, a, a, a double minded man is unstable and, and it rings true because it's, um, I, I couldn't plan. I couldn't, I didn't have a, a, a five year plan or, or a 10 year plan for the family, let alone for myself, but for, for my wife and my children who were growing up. You know, I was always under the impression that, okay, provide no worries. The food is there, the shelter's there, the clothing, the schooling, um, and the Christian schooling. Okay, sorted. But from then on, it was, um, uh, so it was, it was that kind of motion. I thought I was just doing, ticking the boxes here and there. But it goes, it went beyond that. And, and God started to sh- share things with my wife and show, show after coming to know some of my personal faults coming to share them and, and my faults as a husband and mm. my shortcomings as a husband and um, uh, and the things that brought shame uh, to, to the marriage because of the things that uh, I was doing and wasn't even uh, taking things uh, seriously or, or, or um, in a way that I would just refrain and mm. or have hedges around myself to uh, or barriers to say, well, hang on. That's um, you, you need to just to, to, to stop right there. Um, so there's no holds bar. It was you know, um, but uh, it was 
positions, higher positions, and it was politics here and there. And it's like at, at the workplace that is, and and um, you know things that shouldn't have been happening were happening, and um, and God revealed them. And and God, in His beauty, He didn't reveal everything in one go. Um, it was it was done so delicately in a way that he would reveal things in his own time, in his own will to my wife, and as hard as they were to accept each one of them and as painful as each one of them were, um, you know, God would say, did you tell her about this, Lance? No, I didn't. And I was a coward because um, I wasn't forthcoming. I always thought that, that was a sin that... I could keep, mm. but these things, not knowing to me, was um, they were anchors in my life. Mm. They were um, they were huge anchors that I was carrying chains on my back, and I'm like, you know, these are things that were just just drawing me down because they weren't um, confessed to anybody, especially God, not to my wife. And I'm like, okay, so God said, let me do it for you. <laughs> So uh, in his in his beauty and his glory, he just said, let's deal with this. Okay, so we dealt with that. Let's deal with this. Let's deal with that. And then um, it came to a point where what, what do you want to do? So there was about uh, a week of just darkness in my life where Sometimes you, you you know where you can speak inside yourself and and have an inner discussion around what I want to do or what is, it. but it was the way the Lord I believe got me to breaking point mm-hmm. where He said you know what I'll give you emptiness right I'll give you that space of you um, just in that darkness area for you to really reflect and and, and see where you're at. And see what I've done and revealed to you, and you decide: Are you willing to lose your marriage, your family, um, and continue a life of what your what your heart desires and what your flesh desires, or do you mm-hmm. turn things around and get it right um, with God? So, um, and. From then on, it was it was a clear cut decision. Hey, I gotta get get things right, you know. And God knew YouTube is was the surface, Netflix, the music, the things, the places we were going, just surface stuff, right? Mm. But to get into the heart of the matter was mm. what the Lord wanted, and He wanted to rip that out and just says, "You either give me your heart and full surrender, or nothing. This ain't gonna work." So um, from then on, I, I professed my faith last year, right, September 16th. So it was just, it's only been almost a little bit over a year now, so, um, and uh, of, of um, professing my faith. And, and from then on, I, I haven't looked back, you know, but, you know, it's, it's once we, I had the relationship with my wife restored, and, and that's something that's still going to take an abundant amount of years, um, uh, he started to then show things with my eldest daughter. Hey, did you know about this? Did you know this was happening? We knew there were issues and things like that because we were having struggles at home. 
Um, and as we were dealing with that, then it was like, did you know about your son as well? What's happening with your son? So it was almost like, wow, um, it was six months or six to eight months of just God just pressing in different areas of our life. And when I gave my testimony on the 10th of March this year when I was baptized the second time, um, uh, I, I used an onion to, to, to show how the layers of the onion represented sin in my life. So as God pressed and revealed one layer, dealt with that, peeled, done, okay, and then here's another layer, and here's another layer, and here's another layer. Um, but it made me really, we got to the center, which is an, a center of an, an onion is uh, an immature flower, and that's what it's called. You know, um, it, it really was me as at the center of that. There was a, a, I wouldn't even say carnal Christian, I would just say carnal. You know, was I reading my Bible? No. For the last 23 years, was I walking with the Lord? No. Did I, was my speech in glory to the Lord? No. Did I do things, did I focus on any activities that would just be focused on the Lord? No. So I, I said, was I ever a Christian at, at, at any point of that time? Or was it just the whole facade, you know, a fake? And uh, really that was tough to come to terms with, but I think that's as harsh as the word sounds. It's... Um, it for me, I, I just in, in honesty, I think that's you know that's one thing I've learned is is to just be open and honest because you know what, the Lord knows He knows everything that you've thought about before you've even thought about it. He knows the very head uh, hairs on your on your head. He knows every word that you're going to speak without even coming out of your mouth. And um, you know, and, and at the end of all this, I said um, when I profess my my faith, I said, well, you know. God is, you know, you can't serve God and man. And, and, um, you know, that I had to come to terms with the double minded, being a double minded person. I can't keep on serving the world and the world happy as long as uh, with God. God is jealous. Pick a side, Lance, I think was, uh, was the question that God was asking. So, you know, so team God it was for me. Um, and then from there, it's, um, um, we, we sort of, refuge and, and repair with our local church, um, with our pastor. We, um, despite being married for 20 years, we did pre-marriage mm. again. We did discipleship again. Mm. So as part of getting our life back on track, um, you know, we made decisions now to homeschool our children. And I believe I've never known my children, <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I feel bad because I'm like, well, what happened for them growing up because we were working mm. over time. We would leave her, come home late, and we we um, we missed that opportunity with the kids, um, you know. But the Lord's now calling us to to uh, to our to focus on our kids, and that inherently is put put us in a, a, a youth ministries. So uh, with our local church, we started with uh, getting involved in the kids club uh, between the ages of three. Uh, uh, was it six and twelve? Um, which has been a real blessing. We've been doing that since February this year, um, and we've been involved and in, in, uh, with our kids as well, and and um, walking with them uh, with their spiritual walk uh, in in 
the youth adults and young adults as well, because we almost feel like, you know what, um, now having the blinders taken off, I'm starting to see, well, hang on, I look at our youth and I'm like, we're two generations out. And I'm, I'm thinking, gonna, like, it's the parents' responsibility to raise God-fearing children, mature God-fearing children. And that's really placed a burden in my heart. And, and, and you know, for me, it's, it's now how can we get more young kids saved? But it's not just being saved. It's about discipleship. And, it's not, and it goes beyond that. It's holding the hand through and through. So I've gone a bit past my testimony, but it's all part of the, the package because it's almost like, well, uh, God's place is burning in my heart because now there's there's just a huge need um, with our youth because it's just um, it's something that you know it's it's an uphill battle it's going to be an uphill battle but it needs to it's a battle that needs to be fought from, from that. Well, that is that's awesome to hear, Lance, and I appreciate you taking the time to share that testimony and um, it, it's neat because uh, you know I. As I was listening to you share your testimony, how the Lord's led you, um, one of the things that stood out to me was God's tenderness and how he deals with us. You, you said like the onion taking one layer off at a time. Uh, God could go on with a, a cleaver and just whack mm-hmm. it all at once, but uh, he was very tender in that. And so just uh, praise the Lord for mm-hmm. his, his tender mercy. And how he deals with us. Uh, So that was something that stood out to me. Uh, But then also just, you know, praise the Lord for his salvation to get to salvation. uh, For by grace are you saved through faith and putting your trust in in Christ. Um, But uh, I appreciate the fact you you shared. Honestly, uh, we have to come to terms with the reality or the validity of our faith. It's not just praying a prayer or saying, yeah, I believe that. It's truly believing it. But need to hear the the um, just the, the the way God works little by little, and then how He's brought you to that point of of uh, direction, purpose in life, especially when when it comes to youth ministry and being able to really find um, your area of service in that. First and foremost, to your family, uh, but then also to the the others uh, in your church as well. Hundred percent. So, and, and you know, one 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 thing that was mentioned to me was that you know you need to fix your Jerusalem before you can fix Judea, mm-hmm. right? So before you know, um, my kids were baptized this year. So my son was baptized on the same day I was on the tenth of March, and just recently my my two girls, um, uh, the youngest and the oldest as well. So uh, first or second of September this year. So not so long ago. And mm-hmm. for me as a father. Um, wow, you know, but the journey is just beginning. You know, for me, it's now getting them, you know, walking with the Lord, and this is needs to become that just second nature that to, for them to have that relationship with the Lord and to know that in the darkest of times, don't turn to the wall because mm. they're going to have moments like that. Um, every youth are going to have these challenges, even adults today, um, where you know, if you're not grounded in faith and, and, and don't walk with the Lord. He'll he'll take you back. He'll take you back. I'll tell you that. So despite what I've done, he's taken me back. Mm-hmm. So um, so there's, there's there's that. But don't you don't need to go that way. Mm-hmm. You know? 
So it's, it's about hopefully for them to reach that spiritual maturity to say, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not compromising. I'm contending for my faith. So, yeah, it's a lot more years ahead, and, uh, you know, and the Lord is good. So, yeah. And praise the Lord, and uh, we will just continue to strive to do just that uh, as the Lord allows and, and gives us His grace. But uh, I hope that was a, a blessing to you, and uh, consider, uh, first off, the ever um, everlasting mercy of God and how he deals with us. And if you don't know Christ as your Savior, uh, again, I just want to encourage you, um, evaluate yourself. Do you have that real faith? Uh, have you truly um, acknowledged your sin before a holy God and your need for Jesus Christ and turned fully to him uh, for salvation? And, you know, if if you have done that, if you have trusted him, uh, then as, as Lance said, um, the, the reasonable service that Paul talks about in Romans 12, God has given us salvation, so we ought to surrender everything fully to Him. And so um, consider those thoughts and uh, be encouraged. God wants to work in you just like He has in the life of, of Lance and, and many others. So that will wrap it up for this episode. Uh, thanks again, Lance. Thank you. I yeah, appreciate that. And uh, God bless everyone.